All right, guys, we're summarising the last three years of real estate since COVID. Definitely been odd where we've come from and where we're potentially going. Stay tuned. Good morning. Ooh. How are you? I'm good. And sorry if there's any background noise from my end. We've got a little bit of work going on downstairs. We're getting a new. We're getting a a new studio being built, which is exciting. So uh, the builders are in there ripping stuff apart. Stay tuned for the new studio. And you're in a makeshift studio today. Yeah, you can't see it, but it looks like I'm in the rainforest behind me. But um, make, is it makeshift studio? Awesome. Did you have a good day yesterday? Yeah, really good. I did. Um, I paid my respects early in the morning, and and then um, got a little bit excited in the afternoon on, on two up. <laughs> Unbelievable! The nation was a lot. It seems like it's getting bigger and bigger every year. Two up. It's one heck of a one heck of an event. <laughs> yeah, Where'd you go? Uh, Harbour Diggers. For anyone on the northern beaches, was the place to be. I, I bumped into so many familiar faces. And uh, yeah, it's good spirit. That that's the most important thing. Everyone's in good spirit. It's a huge one. It's a huge one. So, guys, everyone watching today, we just wanted to talk about um, reflect on this property market in the last three years, and yep. use those metrics over the next three years to see if we can sort of work out what's happening. And I saw there was an ABC article yesterday that had a bit of a dig. Uh, about real estate agents always quoting the market doubles every 10 years um, that um, when you consider inflation it's it's not quite the case but it's been a phenomenal phenomenal um, amount of change in the property market in such a short period it is so turbulent um, the property market is responsible for employing a hell of a lot of Australians um, yep. You're breaking up a little bit. Population, when you consider all of the offshoots of building um, that come off property, uh, where do you see the lines the last three years? You break up a, a tad there, um, but as you said, it's been one heck of a ride. And I think what's interesting is looking at the sort of the forecast. People coming into 2023 um, believing there would be more of a price correction, up to seven to ten percent across um, Sydney markets, which has not been the case. People, which is yeah, on, on the ground, has not actually been sort of the case for what people um, thought they would see. Um, so that was that was the 2023 prediction, seven to ten percent across Sydney markets. For that to happen so far, that you know, this year it just it just hasn't it just hasn't. But for that to happen, we would you know need to see things do another 180 because at the moment, just no indication of it. So it's um, can't look. I distinctly remember 2020. Distinctly remember March, April distinctly remember this has never happened in the world 
and everything potentially was going to stop or was going to um, was going to change. So, COVID came along. Um, we were worried about tenants not paying any rent, commercial tenants and and residential. Uh, we were concerned about not having jobs because we can't work. Um, and the property market came to a grinding halt. Um, transactionally, as an as agencies and our agency, um, volumes went down a lot. Um, yep. Prices um, held out well, so there wasn't. Everyone thought there was going to be a great property crash. And rather than a great property crash, it sort of started, it sort of leveled itself out. Would you be able to turn that speaker down, Billy, on your right-hand side so I don't get any reverb? Um, yep. Far right speaker's got a dial. Yep, got it. Thanks, um, mate. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then, I, I don't, like, going back then, everyone was like, what's going to happen and property's going to crash? And it was quite an amazing stability that our government supplied, in the, particularly in the port of everything, uh, by throwing money at it. But the property market just levelled. And it levelled for maybe three months, four months. No one really wanted to trade. Uh, no one really wanted to buy. No one really wanted to sell. Everyone just wanted to suck it and see, you know, what was going to happen. And then we were, we were dealing with the mess internationally and nationally on, on you know, what was happening medically. Yeah. Um, but an, an interesting thing that happened is it abstained. So when it did that, what I found is it actually ended up penting up um, that property market. So what it actually started doing was the volumes that did not happen in those three months period didn't disappear or delete the volumes came that quarter or two after so what was really interesting about our property market is and and what i've what i've been watching even even over last year is when the volumes aren't done when the sales aren't made in those suburbs and people just stay it becomes a stored energy or a pent-up demand um, and then it'll happen afterwards. So the, we actually, straight after um, the GFC in 2020, in that year of pretty low volumes, in 2021, we saw those volumes explode as well as prices explode. Um, so it, it really, really sort of built up. We've got a lot of capital growth. What do you remember about 21, Billy? Well, I think the only thing that's been consistent really is 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 just a lack of stock um that's that seems to be what's kind of underpinned everything sorry buddy i, I can't hear you can you hear me can't hear you so I don't know um, guys give us a bit of feedback if you can still hear me talking but I'll t sum up summed up tw we've summed up 2020 2021 we saw really good capital growth in the market and everyone thought the property market was impenetrable they thought we're on this is it it's going it's going it's bananas we saw as much as 20 
30% growth in one year. Some parts of Sydney even went even more. And what was interesting in 2021 is regional Australia went started doing really, really well. So your New South Wales, your Queensland, all those regional areas within those, um, it started becoming sort of cool to get out of Sydney. So if people started to get out of Sydney, so not only did, did the metro areas do really well, which was unexpected, COVID was still around, but then the, the regional areas started doing really, really well, which was 2021. Now, I think what actually happened was people didn't realise that sort of the volumes that weren't done in 2020 were then done in 2021, and they took that to be an even more positive sign for property. So people sort of jumped on the bandwagon a little bit, um, which then brings us into 2022 in our property market. And it looked like 30 years of being a real estate agent directly in the property market. I find this all really odd, hence our heading today, the odd property market wrap, because you know, from every single year has actually showed different colours uh, or different stripes. It's been the weirdest thing. So then, whoop. So then in 2022 um, was quite unusual because I think what happened was two things. The government turned around and said, um, hey, Billy. I'm going to just jump in here, guys, because uh, I was, our things completely cool. dropped out. Um, so in 2022, Two, um, we were given a left jab in the ribs by the Australian government and the, uh, with interest rates going up. Um, and then in addition to that, I think people were a little bit spent with um, from, 20, from the year before. Um, so then they thought, then that really started eroding the market. So a lot of the capital growth that we benefited from in 2021, in 2022, we lost. Um, so some markets we've lost, by the end of that year, some markets we lost as much as 20%. So it sort of went on this big rise, then on went on this big decline, and then left us in January this year. Can I... Um... Can I loop this back to just uh, a couple of current sort of current questions we're getting? Yep. The and, and guys, just to let me know if there's a bit of feedback coming through. I might just actually move myself. Into, That's perfect. Yeah, Good perfect. on mine, but I'd love to hear everyone what everyone's watching. Yeah. Cool. Um, the current questions we're getting five most current questions in the marketplace. One, what's um, what's happening with interest rates? Do you, want to, do you want to elaborate a little bit more? Or you want Sorry, to ask the question again. Num what, number one question we're getting at the moment, what's happening with interest rates? Um, the interest rates are leveling out by the looks of it. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's much more um, rising in interest rates ahead of us. Um, what's happening with the rental market? Why is it going bonkers? Um, Look, I, I think, you know, and again, this is wrapping back to our topic today of the odd property market. Um, another thing that happened that was really, really odd was rentals um, in 2020 took a little bit of a hit, um, levelled in 21 and 22, and then towards the end of 22 in November, 
started rapidly going up. So I think what's happened with that property market is um, a lot of uh, with with an environment or a climate with where where rates are going up, builders are becoming more conservative, buyers are becoming more conservative, developers are becoming more conservative. Stock is not getting built, um, and also the investor. Um, has found all of their costs escalating and no incentives being offered like first-home buyer incentives in the market to first-home buyers, incentivising them to come into the market. There's nothing incentivising um, landlords to come into the market uh, more. If anything, it's less, it's de-incentivising over the last 10 or 20 years. So the rental market's just exploded. We've seen probably about 20 to 30% growth in rents in one year. It's, um, I think the only way they're going to fix that as well is either more stock coming on, so more investors in, in the marketplace, which is, as you say, it's just not happening. The motivation's not there. Yep. Um, or, or, of course, um, you know, rent's just sort of holding firm, but that is not, it's just not happening at the moment. You know, that's the only way they're going to get their hands on it. And I think they've, they've tried to... They've tried to fix it with like introducing the legislation where you know rents can't be um, advertised by an agent as as offers over, but I, I think it's not really it's not really stopped the actual problem itself. It's just trying to work around it. And look, they've stopped landlords um, and landlords agents are asking for more money with rents, I, which is you know another another sort of cap for um, for investors. I do have to say. The attraction for a mum and dad investor in the property market is uh, is not is not it's not as shiny and, and attractive as as it used to be over the last ten or twenty years uh, in this odd property market. Um, but what I reckon we've got to be careful of is the institutional investors. Uh, there is uh, there is a undercurrent where um, large funds um, yeah. are investing billions of dollars into building large-scale format um, buildings, very attractive for tenants. They can rent a one-bedroom, a two-bedroom, or a three-bedroom, but it's going to stamp out those mum and dad investors um, with a surplus of stock. So I think if the government in this odd property market doesn't do something to support mum and dad investors to enter into the market and have a go, um, then I think the corporates are going to come in and have a go and take the lion's share of, of that rental pool of the market. Good for tenants, um, but not good for your mum and dad investors because these mum and dad investors, it, it was a, it was, so it was pretty much their superannuation that they were that they were building when they were buying an investment property and throwing it into the rental pool. Um, mm. That's a really hard thing to finance and do these days. What What do you think is going to just last question, what do you think is going to happen over the, between now and the end of the year? Uh, I think rates, there probably be one more rate rise just to remind everyone that um, uh, to keep inflation in line and to behave with their spending, which people have started doing. Um, I think a lot of stuff's hit the floor with unnecessary spending that, that's been cut. Um, and I think I think the uh, the re on the on the rental market, the rents are still going to continue to go up as much as ten or twenty percent for the remainder of the year, which is scary. Um, and I think for the sales market, um, there's probably a little bit of capital growth in there for people. Um, 
people don't know it yet they think it's a bunch of real estate agents talking up the market but the reality is we're just reporting directly on what the market's doing where yes we are always positive in a bad market it's a good time to buy in a good market it's a good time to buy but yeah. the reality is that prices are definitely up on the up and the reality is um that this year i think there's some good capital growth i think it'll it'll level out in the um and be like five percent capital growth the year after maybe 10 percent the year after that how's commercial going as well um it's getting conservative so they there's a pressure on rates um so whenever people are buying a commercial property they're relying on a on a yield um a triple net 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 or net yield out of that property. That net yield used to be, got down as low as three three to 4%, and people were happy to buy an investment property for a million bucks commercial, and they were happy yeah. to get a three or 4% return, which was okay if you were paying 2% interest rates. But where the big issue now is, uh, commercial investors are paying more than residential investors. Residential investor may pay five or six percent whereas a commercial investor may have to pay six or seven percent now when you're paying those sort of rates and you're backing your price up on a three percent four percent yield no cigar no deal so yeah. then that's putting a pressure on on the prices and for anyone who doesn't know often commercial property is indexed off the price of what it rents for so as soon as you start messing with that rent that uh, percentage you're messing with a lot of money so if you're moving if people are demanding a six percent yield uh, and they were demanding a three percent yield that's a big swing on price that can be almost twice the difference in price of a property so it sounds like across the board it's just this it's just a stock problem people don't have motivations to um to do what they were doing before across the board. No. Well, it's, you know, it, it's tied, it's all tied. Look, I know everyone has different roads that lead to different results, but I think at the end of the day, I, I boil it all down to market sentiment. Um, mm. It's that underlying current in people's minds and the market sentiment is probably a little bit better than what it was last year towards the end of the year. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's starting to return. But we did have um, a point in time, probably closer to November last year, um, the, the bottom of the market where buyer sentiment was just, it was it was just nowhere to be found. No confidence and people were really um, just sort of pessimistic about everything, rates, prices, um, stock, you know, it was all, all doom and gloom at one point from the bars absolutely yeah yeah okay dokie guys hopefully that that's a wrap for everyone on the odd property market that we've been seeing at the moment it's definitely odd it's definitely healthy like i think considering where we've the turbulence our country's gone through in three years when you look at the, how pricings of how prices have held up for property yeah uh it's been very very good when you take a overall approach but everyone feels like they've been thrown around like a rag doll. It's all right, guys. <laughs> it's going to be okay. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Cheers. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Cheers, man.